0: Grain-reduced to black ratio. Yeah, Joe Schmo did the Just fucking change. food.
1: Podcast. As a filmmaker, he is nothing. nothing, a zero. He's a a pig piece of shit. All right, stop. Patreon. Patreon, listen. listen. I said, Why do we have to see friend. his that fucking is. name in the movie? Bro. If you like, like to sound him off in the theater, I do mentally Give me like like me. like M. Night Shyamalan. Instagram, Robert Alvin. And Never and make grow. a movie. If your agent T-shirt calls mind, me in any way stage, whatsoever, you're, you're fired like from the bill. What, what? No, no QAs? I'm like my fucking line producer, trust my baby Bro, anything less than the best is a felony. Experiment. Experiment. It. You is this is a film. I get a man's deal. What's the problem? Yo, I'll solve it. Rub Vaseline
0: on the head. If I give you a credit, it's up to me. If
1: What it says, it's up to me. Otherwise, don't work with my. Very creative what you do Spike Young sucks, man Now that the party is jumping James Great, the Great. It, and the yeah. all Green York City, no you thing. are not creative, we, we get like it Doritos bags with matches I don't make I don't movies, quick I make films. You'll I hear never I'll make it, it in, in this
0: business, business.
1: With a souped-up tempo, I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna roll let the creative it. people it's talk it. to the money all people right. I am right. obsessed so with trash, the movie's trash, you know No, I just drove, I kept on Pursuing to the next stop, I 11, There's I'm There's a whole group next of guys. The block was dead, we'll Yo, so be I can making A1A special a- film. cold, cold, cold. Dr. Coldpost, bring (laughs) me some heat. (laughs) Wow, that was straight off the brain.
0: Yeah, that was really far.
1: I'm standing. I get more ideas. I was about
0: to think of that as, I was like, Dr. Coldpost, Dr. Coldpost.
1: Dr. Coldpost.
0: Bring me some heat.
1: Bring me some heat. Make it the the hottest that we've ever seen. (laughs) It is cold in New York City, everybody. What the fuck is really good, everybody?
0: the fuck is really good? It's cold everywhere, though. That's what we, it, the entire world, all of culture is experiencing a cold emergency, if I do say so myself.
1: We're the Ion Pack. <laughs> <laughs> we were once hot uh, and now we're cold. But you know what?
0: <laughs> and I was hot, but.
1: Now, now I'm, I'm cold. cold. Wait, what is that? <laughs> it's my song. Oh, it's your <laughs> song. It's Grace. But and I was hot once, but now I'm cold. <laughs> I tried to stop it. <laughs> yeah, you tried to stop being yeah. a cold ass motherfucker. <laughs> yes, you did. You
0: sure did. Oh, fuck. Damn. Um, yeah. Why is everything so cold? Well, I, I first of all, I wanted to point out. It's really amazing to me how much the concept of cold and cold posts has resonated. People really get it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, because people are out here fucking with 72 likes. They understand the cold lifestyle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was it two, yeah. It was, it was like 248 story views. We decided that's the cold number.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 72 likes 72 is, li- is, is the classic. Those
0: have not, I, I can't remember the last time I've, that's colder than I've ever been.
1: That was my Petrus post. Um, oh. <laughs> that's why that number has been ingrained into me. I posted oh. a photograph that Christopher Petrus took of me that I thought was really awesome oh, from fuck. London of me in a photo in a, like a photo booth, and it was fucking with cold <laughs> numbers. I was like, oh no! <laughs> I was like, oh shit! I was like, I'm not. I am not famous or Dude. beloved in any way. It was like, it was like, I just seen this, seeing the 72 likes and then scrolling down and seeing five hours ago. I was oh, like, my God, oh my God. Oh no, they ruined. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> 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 No, I really, I was just like, I got to delete this shit. It's toxic. Like Josh Shafty was right. Like uh, all of this shit. But he was not fucking with cold posts. He was definitely doing hot numbers back in the day. <laughs> he was doing hot numbers before I was even on Instagram. No, but this really takes us to, like, our main point of, I know we haven't solo podcasted in a really
0: long time. I know, time. I feel like I, there's been so much I've wanted to say. But and this I've, is I'm
1: really, like, what's trying. been on our mind is <laughs> cold post. Is, you know, <laughs> cold post. <there. laughs> and me taking on the title of Dr. Cold Post. Yeah, Dr. Cold Post. How to stop worrying and love the cold. Yeah. Which is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Because I've been going kind of crazy and kind of be, feeling a little burnt out, but more than ever and more than anything else just feeling cold
0: well i think it's obvious that you feel burnt out after the screenings it's like that this is a it's such a common thing it's a it's like post-tour depression everyone at every level in music says they they get it after a tour well i always
1: thought i'd be immune to it because i i've i've witnessed uh, i mean after europe i feel like you really went through it yeah And I've witnessed other people go through it when they have like a bigger, a big major like life milestone go by. And then I see them hit this like real rock bottom. And I'm like, what are you talking? I'm like, I I was always thinking to myself, I was like, that will never be me. It's
0: because you do something that you really wanted or that you worked hard on, that you're proud, or or something happens that you've always wanted to happen or that you're proud of, blah, 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 that you feel like you've made progress, you've done it, you finally did it. We finally did it, babe. And we then, did. We
1: did finally do it, babe. Yeah. I'll say that. But much. then, when it's
0: over, you're still the same person, and then you have I the never, same worries. You have the same insecurities. You feel exactly the same. It's a weird thing. Yeah.
1: No. Well, that, there's two sides to that coin because I always knew I'd be the same person. And I'm glad because I'm. I'm generally a pretty like happy, zen. Like I actually feel like like the thing you said on the last episode where I was like, "You're like kind of hopelessly optimistic" or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I do feel that way. Like, I don't I don't feel down on my luck or anything. I feel extremely lucky and grateful. Um, I think it was more of just like a psychological thing of like when you have a lot of like chaos and like big happenings in your life and then that slows down the adjustment period. It's almost like the seasons are changing, literally, because yeah, yeah. You, you become cold.
0: Yeah. But also, and no disrespect to all those industry folks listening, we love you very much. But when you talk to industry Minded people for too long, yeah. you like completely lose sight of stuff, and you think of things in the really, in a really. Even if they're trying to, help, it's like not malicious, but I'm, it it can make you think of. Well, it can feel overwhelming, like kind of yeah. the way in, uh, that you have to balance business with art, and and when you actually just create for creating's sake, that really helps. No, that's, yeah. what, that's what I've been trying to tell you throughout.
1: No, but not, nobody, no industry people made me feel bad.
0: No, 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 not. The, it's. Not, I'm not even saying like in a conscious way, or it's not even industry people, but just like talking about how to navigate things. Not even just industry wise, but just realistically. Like, well, what do I do from here?
1: Dude, how can I make this for work? It's just how to the- make it work financially. It's just when the posts are not doing numbers, <laughs> I, that is the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> I go to dinner and I'm just like have this far off look on my face. And it's just like, what is wrong is with the poster, It's just like, I did a cold post today. I don't know what to say. Like, like, I, you know, I've never even seen you satisfied by a hot post, to be fair. That's true. Yeah. I don't really care. I mean, like I was always against it. I'm like not an instant. Like it's hilarious. I'm not an Instagram guy. When I would say like, that. But I wasn't on it. Was a- I was not on a- it a- for like Four years while everybody else was doing it. No, but that was the final thing. You were
0: secretly lurking the whole time and you would have let it slip off. I was
1: not on Instagram? Yeah. No, I was not. I was on Facebook.
0: No, I remember you like made an Instagram and like never posted and were like, no, I don't even, I'm not even using Instagram. The 38 Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Like when you first made an Instagram account, it was later than everybody else. But then
1: (laughs) we're talking about like 10 years ago, everyone. This is like. I made my Instagram in 2017, dude. Are you serious? Yes. Damn. No, that's um, what I'm saying, because I go back on other people's shit, I'm like, yeah, these people had this shit since like 2013 or something, it's like yeah. so old, <sighs> it was four years after, it was 2017, that's not the point though, and by the way, big shouts, I, I should just like say it, because we've never even talked since the screenings, big shouts to everybody who came out to the screenings. Yeah, yeah. We, a lot has happened, dude. We showed Salamander Days, um, Rebecca and I's movie, Curtis scored, we showed it at the Viper Room. <laughs> yeah, we showed it at the Viper Room. <laughs> Damn, dude. This is how fucking cooked I am. I'm destroyed. <laughs> Damn, dude. I'm I'm out. <laughs> no, we showed it at Brain Big, shout big shouts, Brain We had after party at Viper Room. Mm-hmm. Big shouts, Jason Stewart. Mm-hmm. Big shouts, shout Tanaya. Big shouts, Sophia. Mm-hmm. Um, big shouts, shout Samford. Mm-hmm. Uh, showed it at the Roxy. Big shouts, Elise, Mitchell, Dylan. Um, Michael Imperioli, Theo mm-hmm. Anthony. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like a, it was an epic occasion, um, momentous occasion. I want to give big shouts to was Grant, Grant Singer, too, because he like talked to my fucking family.
0: Dude, Grant was crushing it, dude.
1: Grant and Patrick both. Like, yeah. Pat, I mean, Patrick, Patrick wrote a letterbox review that will. I mean I mean all of this cold posting is like the antidote is just returning to Patrick Sandberg's letterbox dude you, I, I actually Salamander I'm not just
0: saying this I I actually teared up reading it and I felt corny but
1: I don't I, know. I also thought I was like is he trolling I was like <laughs> I was like this is ridiculous it is the nicest thing I've ever read no, about I think I think, I think
0: Patrick and Grant are good examples of someone who like actually of people who actually saw it and actually like understood it yeah for a piece of art and not as like a cultural thing or you know what I mean yep it's like escaping from the like ion sauce and they saw it for a piece of art that it is
1: the rogue packer told me that uh, it cured him it cured rogue it did it cured rogue which was probably the biggest win of the entire experience. Yeah, th- th-
0: I think, you know what, maybe that's, that somehow that's why everything's cold. It was like Rogue
1: being cured and yeah. actually moving on. has Rogue like thinking Salamander everything. was actually tight, was like, <laughs> oh, I can die happy. And then the Patrick review came and I was like, I-, I can die tomorrow. Yep. And then, yeah, Grant just had so many nice things to say. I don't know, everyone's just been like awesome and like, I'm so grateful that we finally, we finally did it. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's, um, there's a reason I like that phrase so much. Oh, Tracy, I mean Tracy got to finally see it. Big shots, Tracy Todd. Mm-hmm. Brian came out to LA with us. It was just like so awesome. Um everything in New York was great. We're going to do more screenings soon. Stay tuned. I I feel like I feel like proud that cuz like when I listen to other podcasts and I'm just like they always like have like their like tour dates in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait until like I have like some shit that's like yeah. coming up." <laughs> yep. <laughs> that I can finally promote and just be like Buy tickets to the thing, which you still can't do by listening to this. But <laughs> <laughs> just I guess check Instagram for my cold ass post about it at some point. <laughs> um Yeah, we really are
0: guilty of saying big things coming all the time, but it's just always true. And yeah, since we've been saying that,
1: give me one time when it's not been true. Well,
0: it's because whenever the big things that are coming are announced, we're too busy to pod. So then when we have time to pod. Too many things are under wraps,
1: and we can't say what they are. I have to say, I think something that this podcast has really given me, and I'm sure the both of us, is just like I think somebody engaging with your ideas and understanding uh, where you're coming from on on some level. With well, a podcast, is very easy because you're just saying your ideas aloud. Mm-hmm. But when you make a work of art, or you like you just make anything, and somebody engages with it on a deep level, yeah, and tries to figure it out, or try, yeah. to, or can you know you share some. Mm-hmm. You feel you gain some rapport creatively, yep. artistically with a random person. It is truly the best feeling that I know about.
0: Yeah, I know. I when someone I, I'd like love when someone gives me like some actual thoughts
1: on like what it means to them.
0: Yeah, or or just it doesn't even have to be that deep, but just kind of like people will talk about the instrumentation and like. Yeah. And like but have like kind of nuanced thoughts about it and or talk about things aesthetically. It's just any kind of like real engagement with it is like so incredible. It just and it makes you want to keep putting more shit out.
1: And I think for me and Rebecca both, I you know, I think it's I mean, it's really like a for the first time we've ever really like put something out artistically into the world together and I think yeah, know, there was a there were many moments where like that was like maybe gonna not happen for a multitude of reasons, and I really think the catharsis of putting it out there and like getting feedback and like a lot a lot of love, honestly, mm-hmm. was very very helpful and therapeutic. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because like I got struck with because I I haven't been like super creatively inspired. Yeah. since needing to finish the movie or just show it to people. Mm-hmm. And I was always just like, oh, maybe this is like the only movie I'll ever make. But the day after the Imper- Imperioli um, screening, the Q&A that he moderated, I just got hit with like a lightning bolt of inspiration for like the next movie I'd like to make. I mean, it's the, it's the same movie I've always wanted to make, but in terms of like actually writing things down and like re- very specific detailed ideas of what i want to do it just hit like I, it only comes every once every once in a while like once in a blue moon do you really get hit with the like god you know the god wavelength of energy of like in, inspo for mm-hmm. your next thing um but it just hit me like a ton of bricks i was like i was like tearing up and like i was like writing furiously like it was just like it, it happens it was crazy like it was a real like out of body like i just it really felt like just something like it makes me understand why people say like oh like I'm not even responsible for writing this thing or you know that they came from somewhere else Dude, like I, I had I one feel of those that moments way all the time every
0: time I've ever recorded anything and I listen back to it I'm like how did I come up with this
1: but have you do you, I, music, I feel like it's different with music to some degree cuz you like you're make you are literally making it it's weird with cuz like with a movie it's not like I didn't go film something it's like an idea hit me that I then had to go write. It's like a weird, it's a, making movies is such a protracted creative experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about writing though. It's the It same. is a writing thing. Well,
0: I always like have this thought where I'm like sitting and trying to make something or recording or writing, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe an hour or two in, I'll like get up to either take a break or like go to the bathroom or something and I go into the hallway and I'm like, last time I stood in this hallway that didn't exist. Yeah. How the fuck did I do that? I know. You know what it's, I mean. It's like beautiful. since I
1: walked into the room. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also funny. I I won't say anything specific, but it was actually born out of like a really horrible experience I had recently. I went to an event that was moment to moment the worst thing I've ever attended in New York. I won't say what it is, but did you tell me? I did. It was a it was a screening. Um, it was just like a, it was just a horrible thing. I can't remember. Um, but there was there was a there was a basically something there was a quote that i pulled away from the experience and i read some more of somebody's writing and it led me to another direction i remember just leaving and being like wow i found nothing of value in what i saw tonight but then the next day it led me down this pathway to like some really amazing writing that i had never read before and it like somehow that domino effect got me to like write like 15 pages, like, I rewrote the first 15 pages of my script in a way where I was like, oh, wow, I'm finally actually happy with how this movie might start. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, it's like, it was just such a weird, circuitous way of getting there where I was like, oh, wow, I had, like, a horrible experience yeah. going to something, but somehow, it led to me right. to the new promised land.
0: I, I've also, like, gotten, I've gotten better recently at, like, uh, Quelling the anxiety in the very baby stage. Or yeah. you're in started to write something, it, it's okay. This isn't it's kind of in a ballpark of somewhere you'd
1: like. That's where I that's how I always feel basically. I'm but like, this is, is
0: cool. But you're not like getting a rush from it. It's not that's what I'm talking about. You know, about, if you rush. think of if you start think which is always a bad idea, but if you start thinking of other things you like and are inspired by, you're yeah. like, damn, this sucks. And I, when I was it would hit that stage, I would just immediately get discouraged and depressed, which is so stupid, but yeah, it just was kind of my natural reaction to it. I wouldn't even want to keep going with it. I would want to just scrap it and start something else. Yeah. But I've gotten much better. It, it seems so, I'm sure so many people listening have like been through this exact stage and gotten over it much earlier than me, but I finally got it. Or no, just keep going, keep going. Sometimes you're working for like an hour, two hours and you get, Barely anything, and then all of a sudden, in 20 minutes, yeah, you've gone 50% there.
1: Well, for me, the like keep going, keep going was actually coming out of like a you know, a years long uh creative writing block of just like literally not writing, like, yeah, not make literally not working on but, anything. Uh, but
0: some people work like that though, and it's okay.
1: I think though, really, it was about showing the movie, like something there was a release that happened, like, a, I know a portal opened in my head where I was like, oh, I have the space to think about something. I really Mm. couldn't think about anything else until someone saw it. It was impossible.
0: That's why I was begging you to screen it.
1: Well, we did it. We finally did it, babe. (laughs) That's what it is, right? We finally did it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's a reason I love that phrase so much.
1: I know, finally is the key word.
0: Like I, I didn't put it on a shirt arbitrarily. Yeah. It's like a line that I was kind of really cared about.
1: I was kind of curious how you felt about it, because like part of the reason I was putting off solo potting for a long time is that, I mean, especially like the film element of like you do q and I was just like, I don't want to talk about this.
0: I know. I was like,
1: I don't want to talk. Like, I want to like, I want people to know like Salamander Days, Rebecca Schirmer, Minty, KJ Rothweiler, Cur- Curtis Everett, Polly Score, like Barkcore, right? Like, I want people to like just know the information, but like, I don't. It's like feels so reductive and like almost patronizing to myself to like oh i'm gonna like now podcast about the experience it's just like i don't want to yeah it's not that i want to like keep that from people because like by the way if you're if you still listen to us at this point thank you so much but it just feels so like back patty to be like well we we did our you know we showed our art. It's just like, it feels, you know what I mean? I'm just like, ugh.
0: I, no, I mean, people want to know.
1: I want to make jokes about cold posts. <laughs> I, can, I, I can tell them something funny, which is that like this, all of this like great stuff happening, these big parties and big screenings was, was um, followed by some of the coldest posts of my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I had per- perfectly imperfect with posts come out, extremely cold. <laughs> i had we had taylor lorenz pod like super cut thing come out and unbelievably cold asa akira Pornhub podcast shit beyond cold like f- bordering on shadow band <laughs> like just getting slapped in the face like all things that i'm like not even particularly proud of i'm just like wow it's like i'm just back to square one motherfucker <laughs> which is kind of like beautiful because like
0: damn dude if, any, with your heads so
1: if well. anybody no it really has and i'm re- retreating to the desert yeah. tomorrow <laughs> to like d- delete uh, just i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to actually turn my phone off completely like actually just not use my mm. f- phone for a little bit um because like i yeah like i don't the thing is it's like it's an ocd thing like i don't actually care i mean i obviously do but
0: <laughs> you obviously <laughs> do
1: no, it's just like I think everybody has it to some degree and I of think course, it's probably of course, of relatable course. that like so much of your self-worth and your identity is wrapped up in like the public metrics of, you know, this this thing that we use all day and like mm-hmm. it's like oh this person is more valuable like they have 143,000 likes on their bullshit and I have 72. And that's a big, you know, that's a big sobering. <laughs> that's a real like <laughs> dude, but but as Fan Stevens once wrote, "All things cold, all things dude, cold." So drove. No, wait, kidding me? Everybody knows Chicago.
0: Do that, I, dude. I don't know, man. That's I like, drove
1: to New York. <laughs> I feel
0: like half the people listening to this were like,
1: "All things five cold. when that came out." All things. So you think Mister Sandman is more relatable, Doctor Cold? Yeah, well, posts. that's
0: like you know, in the like that's just in the ether forever.
1: Dr.
0: Cold Posts. Post, bring, bring me, me some heat. I feel like we have said that before. Did we make this joke like a year ago?
1: Make it the hottest that I've ever seen.
0: I actually think we've said this before.
1: No. I really think I we think have. I think we've done Mr. Sandman, but not about Cold posts.
0: I can remember saying make it the hottest that I've ever seen. I think we've said this before.
1: Make it the hottest. No.
0: Damn, that's like dementia if we are like repeating random shit that we can't remember no this
1: i mean you're probably not gonna like that i'm bringing this up but this reminds me of an old joke song that we used to sing because something that we used to be insecure about or at least i used to be insecure about or tony used to be insecure about was what our outfit was and if you had just bought like an expensive new piece of clothes and (laughs) with tony it was he had boss bought a new piece of dries van noten that he added to his wardrobe. I'm going to cut this out. Oh, no, are you kidding me? Come on. Just let me say it. It's going to take five, 10 seconds. And it's the James Blake song where he's like, I don't know about my dreams. And he it went, I don't know about my dreams. <laughs> like looking in the mirror, not knowing if it's sick or not. Why am I not allowed to say that? That's funny. No,
0: that's funny.
1: I don't know about my drees anymore. All that I know is I bought it. <laughs> bought it.
0: Also, I probably shouldn't say this publicly, but yeah, James Blake is my least favorite artist of all time.
1: That's fair. It's, yeah, you can't you don't need to get embarrassed just because like I'm talking about like a joke song from ten years ago and you like, oh I don't like that artist. It's like it doesn't matter. It's about he bought the drees and he's not sure about it anymore. And it's like a funny like well, self the I don't know drees is a weird thing he's kind of like been lost in the fashion zeitgeist people don't really i mean it's it's like big amongst like the fashion like gay crowd like they love drees it's like a big you know amongst certain sex of people that is not like wearing skinny jeans and leather jackets it's like a whole you know it's just like prints and like fabrics and textiles it's like some whole shit
0: dude it's still underrated that um people like didn't understand that we still dressed like this like two years ago and now it's normal
1: i'm like i'm like trying to i'm like been dressing less like it because it's like back in the culture weirdly
0: i know but i just don't know what else to wear i don't i've never felt comfortable wearing anything else which is why i've never changed my style maybe
1: drees is a move (laughs) so true (laughs) maybe now is the time um but yeah big shouts to everybody uh do you want to talk about some movies we've seen recently well, I feel like there's other like there's so much other shit that's happened since the last time we soloed. There's
0: we announced Ion Tracks.
1: Oh yeah, we have a record label now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We used to have a record label, but now it's Ion.
0: Yeah, but we didn't really know what we were doing. Um we just were like uploading shit. Which there's a lot to be said for. But Which is this beautiful. is uh this is a real venture. There's some people involved. There's
1: an apparatus. We're doing it for real this time. Yeah, it's called Ion Tracks. it's um, called
0: Ion Tracks and
1: We have some yeah. We just want to add to the the canon of I mean, we obviously are making all kinds of shit, but there's there's so many cool artists that we're in touch with and projects and big projects yeah, yeah, big. They some of some so of So many artists we're in
0: touch with and projects. That's <laughs> that's great. That's good.
1: I always I really have become the villain. <laughs> I really have lived long enough to become the I'm not the disagreeing villain.
0: with you. What you said is 100% true.
1: Yeah, No, no we're lies just,
0: detected. We are in touch with artists and...
1: We're, just, we're an audio company. We're, we do podcasts <laughs> and we do music. And we yeah. do a little bit of comedy. Like one out of ten comedy.
0: <laughs> no, but the, you know, that's why we always make the distinction that this is the Ion Pod hosted by the Ion Pack. The Ion Pack does other things as well. The, the Ion Pack is like Curtis Polly
1: and KJ Rothweiler. We run... We're the hosts of the Ion Pod. We also have a record label called Ion Tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? Ion couch (laughs) 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 which i'm laying on at the Um, moment but
0: ion selectual is getting us in trouble again that's um it's true that like is a feeling i haven't felt in two years that feels nice actually
1: yeah that is the ultimate gen uh, cold front generator is ion cell selectuals but uh, it
0: it's obvious it's like it's extremely cold but it's somehow hot it has a hot feeling
1: Actually, I want to go back to the cold post thing because I, because I because I, I have more to say about it, which is that I just don't want because like ultimately, like I know I know so many more people than I used to know, and like I you know I should feel like beloved on some like I should feel like I have self worth, and I do feel like that, but I just feel like social media has this way of tricking you into you know we've talked about it like being competitive and like you feel like, oh, I need to, like, do more of this to, like, get more clout or, like, I don't know, just, like, make your way up the ladder. And I just, like, I'm sure some people who are listening, I'm sure many of who are listening, be fucking with the cold-ass posts. And mm-hmm. I just want to let you know that I'm right here with you, buddy. <laughs> I'm with you, and it doesn't matter. And the biggest thing is that it, it should not get in the way of, like, sharing stuff that you think is cool. Yeah. Because I think that's the ultimate thing is, like, when you're even talking about, like, you know, listening to industry people too much and all this stuff... I I shouldn't even say industry people. I mean, engaging with how to, how, what
0: the art can do practically, how you can leverage what you've just done for something else, how you can like actually build a career, anything like that is just the wrong way to think about things. And obviously everyone has to eat and like have a future. So you're going to think like that. It's like the
1: David Lynch thing I sent you the other night that or last night that was like, none of this is about launching a career. Yeah, Money should be the last thing on your mind when you're creating. It's
0: obviously easier said than done, especially for someone who has no money and is young and, and starting out. But, um, they're just, I just remind yourself: there's absolutely no good that can come from thinking about it. If you, if, tr- if virality is the is the goal you have, um, you failed. Yeah, and that because that's what I think a lot of people that is on a lot of people's minds now because that's the easy money and the easy path. It's but that's it's not conducive to making anything worthwhile. It's not conducive, and it's it's also just not conducive. Uh, It can't bring you a career. Like, viral is, is like a fleeting thing.
1: I was also watching this David Bowie thing where he was talking about how just like being an artist is like essentially, you know, is an insane life to decide to to lead. Yeah, yeah. And I want to encourage people to, if that is the path that you're deciding, like, letting like, likes or money or any sort of like, metric of success fuck with you is such a sad thing because it's so hard to begin with and... You should be doing it for the love of I mean, David Lynch always talks about like fall you need to fall in love. Like the only way that you will get through your projects is if you fall in love with your ideas and mm. see them through. Like, but there really needs to be a lot of passion behind it. And yeah. I think all of this stuff that we're talking about And it has about, to be
0: all the way like I I don't know. I something that I've I've seen a lot of people, a lot of artists I know fall into like the panic of like how am I gonna have a family and have a normal life and like live somewhere decent with my partner and like and provide you know it's like that kind of stuff it's like not to sound so fucking bohemian whatever but this is you if you are fully in it you have accept you should have accepted a long time ago that that's not
1: maybe ever gonna happen you're not and if you can't cope
0: with that then you can't do it you can't be an artist. No, that's what he said. That's or what, you can be an artist as a hobby, and that's it.
1: That's what Bowie was saying. He was like, "He's like for most people, <laughs> for most people, you want to create a household where you can feed your children and your wife, and yeah. ha- have a safe place to raise your children, and yeah. give them the life that they de- you think that they deserve." But to be an artist is to say all of this is bollocks. And, yeah, you know, he's just. Like, I
0: really, I, I really. That's exactly what I'm saying.
1: He was like, it's a real, you're living on the outskirts of what life is truly about. And it's, it's basically an in, insane thing to and do. It's,
0: it's an insane thing to do. It's also weirdly thankless because it's a, it is a necessity. a okay? Functioning society does need art. So he talks you're, about you're playing a vital role, but it's also thankless and you can't have the normal joys of life necessarily that most people have. But if you if you start thinking you can't deal with that, you have to give up. That's what I say.
1: Yeah. Well he well he makes an interesting point about he's like He's like, to most people, he's like, you know, you you look after your family, but and culture is extra. Culture is just an extra th- bonus thing for your life.
0: Yeah, it's how you, like, unwind from work. It's not yeah. your
1: priority. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but I was like, that's so true. And I think that's – I have, like, a real allergy. Not in, like – I don't, like, not like these people, but, like, I always get very turned off when I, I can tell that music or film or something that I really care about is – uh, functional in somebody's life and is like not something that they're passionate about or really you know care to spend much energy thinking about like when i i i'm i'm pretty good at detecting that in people pretty quickly and if i sense that i i kind of like turn i'm like a little demagnetized from them i'm like yeah. oh you don't like you're listening to your happy playlist like you don't know what artist it is you don't care it's just like is music mm-hmm. like i need and it's not in a snobby way. It's just sort of like, I think I'm afraid for myself and it's almost like a protective thing. It's like I need to be around people who it is as important to them as it is to me or like I feel like I am I lose myself.
0: Yeah. I have I feel like I've probably said something about that, That's something that actually bums me out that I think about uh, the, the happy playlist style shit. Yeah. Because that, that actually is, I think music has gotten a lot Music that gets popular has gotten more simple because of kind of the main function of it now is like content and it's soundtracking short videos. And it's,
1: I broke up with a girl because of this. And
0: it's like, right, I know. So something needs to have a very simple and immediate mood and it has to have like obvious reference points and you have to understand it in 10 seconds or else people just don't have the patience for something. Such facts bigger than that, and that's and and but it's weird because a lot of music will kind of take off because it fits a vibe and it goes on vibe playlists and it goes in TikToks. And which stuff. I which I get, but I, I don't pres- think, but no one's living with those songs. It's not. No, that's absolutely yeah. not. And so I think, it's a weird double-edged sword. So that's another, that's another numbers thing. If you're paying attention, it's you might have more numbers, but no, none of those numbers are living. That this music is not like living. Nobody with them at nobody's all.
1: living inside those songs. Yeah. Well, and I broke up with this girl, and she was really sweet, and it's not even really her fault. It just like is sort of the way of the world. But I think because she was listening to her happy playlist, and I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck is this?" It was like horrible. What even is
0: happy music? I don't understand.
1: Dude, we were. In, I told you this story probably a million times. We were in the car. I. She had just some like horrible shit on, and I was like, "Whoa, what is this?" Like she was playing the worst song I had ever heard in my in my car up until that point. My car, which I've had for like eleven years, (laughs) I was like, "This is the worst." What was it? I don't know. I to this day I don't know what it was. Literally,
0: what is happy music?
1: And she was like, "Oh, this is my happy playlist." And I was like, "What is?" I was like, "Oh, cool. It's just like a good mood playlist." What artist is this? And she's like, "I don't know." I was like, "What kind of artists are on the playlist?" And she's like, "I don't know. It's just like upbeat music." I was like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, I was like, "What do you?" Insane. I was like, "What? You don't know any of the artists on the playlist?" <laughs> and she was like, "No." I was like, "Well, oh, it, this was this was predicated by." I was like, oh, what's something that she might like? The Norman Rockwell had just come out, and I was like, oh, like let's listen to the new Lana record. Like I was like, mm-hmm. it's kind of basic, but pretty advanced. It's like a really great record. Like we should listen to that. And she's like, oh no, it's too sad. Like let me put this on, and then she put on the happy playlist. And I was like, holy Christ! Like what? <laughs> G- like what is going on here? What is happy? Me- like what did it sound like? Was it like indie rock or was it? It was kind of like. It, it was like if Passion Pit was like unbelievably bad. Some like car commercial music. It was, yeah, it was like the new Toyota Corolla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It was Allegra commercial. Yeah. But like, kind of.
0: But you know what I'm saying? Like, do you, what is happy? Like, do you listen to anything that is happy? Maybe house music, but
1: I, I would argue that that's the, like. I think know. that actually, that is a complaint a lot of people or people I've dated have said to me is that I do listen to pretty like downtrodden <laughs> music.
0: But I kind of feel like all what great music has ever been happy it doesn't exist like even the most popular shit of all time
1: well i think there can be upbeat songs that are like deceptively well,
0: up tempo doesn't mean they're you know
1: well like I, I i still am obsessed with that um with runner by Alex G and like that that song plays a fun trick of like being very upbeat but well, that's some of the best pop songs of all time yeah that's that's kind of but I mean, of, of recent times. Right. So, no, like a- even for example, like Scream
0: one of my favorite records. Yeah. That's, you know, gospels and house and like come together. And you could, that might seem happy, but yeah. there's like a desperation in it. There's a desire for escape in it. And if you actually, the, the subtext of it is not happy. So, I wouldn't even consider it that happy music. And I, a lot of house music no this this
1: this music was her happy playlist was happy in a way that was devoid of humanity it was like it didn't take into account like the complexities of human emotion Mm -hmm. and like play this trick of like i'm walking to the store and like i'm getting a gallon of milk like it's like as it, it was like i don't know there was like a sentiment of like i was even hearing the lyrics it was just like there is no complexity in the life being presented by this song. Mm-hmm. Like the feeling I got from it, I was it was unfamiliar to me in a way that was almost scary. I was like, I don't understand this as like a as one of life's feelings. Like this is like an alien happiness that doesn't yeah, yeah, isn't, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. even real. Yeah. Like I've never experienced this, and the fact that she can relate to this is horrifying to me. And that was. The last time I saw her, maybe
0: some like soul music. Maybe that's happy music. I like, like James Brown.
1: I feel bad she was a sweetheart. <laughs> I just can't fuck with it.
0: You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, that's unbelievable. How are you like going out with someone who was not about music?
1: You know, well, that shit. was another scary thing. I was like, this has been going on for like three months. I was like, I didn't know this, this is some happy playlist type shit. I was like, that's, uh, you know, it's actually, I've been talking to somebody else about this too recently, is how delusional a relationship can make you or like how much you adapt as a person that a lot of relationships are essentially like identity delusions of like, Oh, I'm actually like this. But it's like, you're like that in relation to this person. And you're kind of like, I've never gone out with a girl who didn't have good taste. I don't think, I mean, we've talked about this before and I don't, I don't necessarily think it's, like, an essential thing, but I think to just... I actually really like when a girl has a... No, having the same taste is not an essential thing. But having a strong opinion about... But having a taste is... Having taste or having a perspective on things is very important because, like, I mean, who I'm seeing now is, like, we don't agree on everything, but I love that she has a defined Mm. viewpoint on... Like, there's mad shit. Like, she does not fuck with Baritalia. Are you serious? At all? Oh, I think you told me that. That's and crazy. I, and that is actually really hurting me. Yeah. But actually, that's advanced. Like her not liking bar italia is advanced of her. Wow. Like other, like a, a, a normie not liking bar italia, I'd I'd just be like, you don't. Well, bar italia it. is bull music. You gotta you gotta remember what? It's bull music. Remember? It's bull music. No, that's true. Yeah. But then I'll put on like it'll like Dean Blunt will be playing in the same playlist, and she's like, this is fire. Really? And that's I'm like, also bull music. But, but I'm like, but see, that's advanced. That is advanced. It's advanced to think Dean is like Yeah, really and she's good.
0: dating the jesmy of podcasting.
1: <laughs> Am I? Yeah. That's, sure. see, as as big as it feels like they are, I feel like maybe eight people listening to this point in the podcast will understand what that means.
0: Yeah, and if you're one of them, KJ is the jesmy of podcasting. <laughs> it's like the secret sauce that makes Bar Italia so special is like jasmine's crazy voice just like the secret sauce to this podcast is kj's
1: crazy voice do you actually think that yeah for sure my voice is kind of fire yeah sometimes well actually doing the screenings also made me feel for the first time i was like maybe the only thing i will ever be good at won't just be like being like kind of funny on a podcast (laughs) <laughs> or being kind of insightful because that's know. really how i've been feeling yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah for sure. maybe this is just like what my life is i just like i'm a guy who's like you know no has watched a lot of movies listen a lot of music and it's like not very funny but like kind of funny like <laughs> decently attractive but like ultimately like that's it and then like hopefully i can get, have some cool connections for my son yeah at some point and like that's gonna be my life but it like opened up this door i was like maybe i could be good at filmmaking it's just like maybe the potential's there but yeah, for a long time, and I think even now still I'm just like this is basically my life. I'm just like a a radio guy. <laughs> like occasionally does a Jay-Z impression. <laughs> you got you you gotta do more impressions on the pod, dude. I was just I, I had never whipped a bowie out before. I don't even know if that was that good, but it felt No, it was that it was, felt it cool. Was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: no, I'm t i am I still the pod the way in which I come across when I listen back to the podcast versus how I think I come across in real life is so different. It's insane. And I felt the exact same thing watching the Euro John. I was like, this is what, but I, I've, I, no, I feel Euro,
1: like... the the John captures you well, you I think? think. I think. I feel like I'm like, we, I have. Well, it captures you well in that moment. I mean, you're happy. Oh, yeah, to, um... yeah, yeah. But
0: I feel like I normally have way more energy than that, right? Like, I feel, like oh, I seem like insanely well... sullen the entire, what Isaac said, he's just like, humans are not meant to see themselves like this. It's like, You just, I just can't watch myself. It's insane. Well, you have, you have a not even like embarrassed or like self conscious. But it's just, there, it's not negative or positive. It's just I like feel crazy seeing myself. I'm like I can't do this. I mean, mean, you have
1: a very strong like stone face, and I think that your your energy superficially, just from your just from like your resting face, does look intense, serious, and a little sullen. Like I do think that. I mean, people think I'm an asshole. I like look like I'm judging people, and I am a lot of the time. You don't come across like it on the pod, though. That's what I'm saying. No, but you just this, said, this is your Instagram, your Instagram live
0: persona. No, yeah, tell me,
1: like, tell me what you just saw me doing on live that is not actually me.
0: It's just a completely new energy and like the talkativeness and like you, you're kind of you're <laughs> like you're some like Mister Social I mean, it's crazy. Mister you know, like, Social, oh, but I'm I'm so shy. I'm like such a shy guy. It's like, dude, no. I
1: haven't said that I'm shy in a long time. That's true, you haven't, because I'm not anymore. You finally admitted it's cap. It was never. It was not cap when I used to say it. I just felt insecure and shy. I don't feel that way as much anymore. I feel pretty goaded and bossed up. (laughs) I mean, I feel. I also feel miserably cold, but (laughs) (laughs) that it's actually such a weird combination of flavors that I feel. So, like, I actually literally, legitimately feel bossed up go to this fuck and extremely cold and like not a part of the zeitgeist <laughs> and like my and like over the hill washed up my time is done yeah i feel all of those things at once yeah yeah that's no I, feel, I actually feel like most people feel the same way i feel charismatic and hot but i also feel ugly and cold isn't that um kind of the nature of being an artist it's like
0: Putting, it's like putting yourself and your own thoughts and inst- like you have to think about yourself and be in your own head so much to yeah. the point where you're a narcissist compared to your average person mm-hmm. but you also have more self-loathing than your average person. That's like the classic
1: artist's plight. I will say, I just saw the, um, there's a new Pete Doherty documentary out and I've just always loved him as a, per- he's like my biggest boy crush ever. He's my favorite guy ever basically other than like Gal or something but there was something i was really admiring in him that i feel like is almost as important to me as like making good art which is that like he is there's something so soulfully charismatic about him like i could watch him fat skinny old young like he is there's just something there's something very pure about how he is that like i hope i think my biggest hope for myself is that i can like like, m- when you see me in the Instagram Live, I hope that I'm, like, actually trying to tap into some, like, pure little kid. Like, I'm excited. Like, I'm, yeah. like, there's, like, a, there's, you know, certain people have a charisma where they just have a glimmer in their eye. They just have a spark. Mm. Some people have a spark and some people don't. And I think just having that spark is something that I just hope to not, I don't even know if I have it, but, like, if I, if there, if I have any trace of it, I hope I never lose it. Because it's the thing I admire. It's, yeah. like, seeing God in another person or something. Mm-hmm. It's like seeing this like magical energy. And like a lot of people we know have it. And it's like the people oh, that sure. we're drawn to and that are attractive. Not even just in a romantic or sexual way, but just like yeah, attractive yeah, of to be around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and it's true of a lot of people who become famous actors or I don't know, just famous for anything, um, or successful. But like they have it's it's weird because the word charisma has such a superficial flavor to it, but I, I think it's actually so important to like be personable and to like, it's not even just about like being attractive. It's about like.
0: It's, it's, it's literally je ne sais quoi. It's like. Yeah, it's beyond language. It, yeah. That's literally what that's about. It's just like having the stuff. That's what I say. It's the only way to explain it to me. It's just having the stuff.
1: And like when we do the pod or when we, if I go live or if I tap into some other thing, I think that's like me maybe attempting to like tap into like. Whatever. I'm not roasting you.
0: It's, it's, it's just curious. <laughs>
1: I no, I agree. It's like total cap that I'm being like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is either. Yeah, I, it's like it's like it's some drug shit. It's like it's like a weird thing. I get excited. I don't know. I like it's hard for me to get excited about anything. Somehow
0: over the last two years, we've like reversed. I got more private and, um, paranoid, and you got way better.
1: No, I'm have s- you noticed that? I have. Well, here's the thing online. I feel somehow safe, even though it's very not safe. But, like, if we're in a big crowd of people, and I've talked about this before, I I do get really overwhelmed, and I, I can't be the guy.
0: Wow, I'm the complete opposite.
1: I know, it's extrovert, introvert.
0: But why, what does that have to do with the internet? Like, why, was being an extrovert make me I weird think, on the internet?
1: Well, because, like, it's really funny, because, like, every time I go live, you really don't want to. Like, you've never wanted to actually. Yeah, I have,
0: like, a, a really strange aversion to, like, private life. Being broadcast, maybe it's because I, I like I get really bothered by how much I. This is like what the internet is. It's like yeah. what you are supposed to do. It's like no, no one wants. It, it's the Brad Tramel shit. It's like parasocial stuff. It's like every like this stuff that works and the stuff that everybody wants to do and wants to see from other people is that people broadcasting their private life publicly, and it, it, I really it
1: like gives me this like OCD. Rage. Well, that's how that. I mean, that's how I feel. I guess I don't feel that way about being in real life with people. But for example, like if I'm going to dinner with somebody, if they're like, Oh, can I bring a friend? I'm always like, who is like, I, I'm like, who is that? I'm like, it changes everything for me. Cause I'm like, I want to have, I can like really give myself over to one person. And the minute, cause I feel like you're the opposite. It's like, I feel like you're somebody who would like want mad people at the table. And it's just mm-hmm. like a personality difference. I can do the, like, for example, when we have birthday, my birthday dinner, it was, I had unbelievable anxiety. At the fact that there would be like four people there, I was panicking the entire day because I was like thinking about like how is this person going to interact with that person and like what if that's not sick and like I I want to like make sure they're okay. It's like this, it is a control thing, I guess. It's like OCD. All
0: right, what the fuck is really good, everyone? We're finally back with another solo. I know it's been a while. I know we always say this, but there's going to be a lot more coming up. We had a busy few months. Uh, really busy, and that's what we talk about. We had the salamander screenings. We had the announcement of Ion Tracks, and plenty more. And we talk about all of that. We also talk about the killer, and the theme of this episode, which is cold posts. So if you want to hear that and much more, you know what to do. You go to patreon.com slash the Ion Pack, and it's all there waiting for you. Patreon.com slash The ion Pack. You already know.
1: Patreon.